1: This is podcast number 27. Hello everybody. I am Andrew McCauley and I am bringing you this podcast with, of course, the lovely Heather Porter. Hello Heather. Hello, Andrew, Hello everybody. We
0: just finished up our latest and our first ever podcast series, and that was all about you know cool stats for cool people and using numbers in your business uh, and you know which numbers you should monitor and measure. But you know what's cool, Andrew, is that we're at the end of that series and we're now going to go back into the deep end of online marketing and just randomly, well, not so randomly really, choose topics for our listeners.
1: You know, I had uh, I had fun because I learned a lot about stuff <laughs> when we were doing those those uh, podcasts. Oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, yeah. I Do you know, and I have a speaking engagement tomorrow and I was just saying to Andrew, guys who are listening, I said, oh, my gosh, you know what? I was sitting there putting together my slides and I thought, I actually just can stick some images on these slides because I know this stuff so well now that I could just rattle off from the stage and not even have to prepare.
1: Yeah, it's like um they say that if you teach something, you learn yeah. it so much better. And you know, like you, I had um I had a radio interview this week and you know, they were chucking some questions at me about conversion rates and that sort of stuff and um all I had to do was think about what we spoke about on the podcast and you mm-hmm. know, not, not that we did, not that I didn't know that stuff already, but it's so good to Come off fresh from doing, you know, seven different podcasts about different metrics on your website, and then and then jumping straight into having those answers instantly ready. But not only just instantly ready, but the latest stuff, the latest facts and figures, because you know we'd been studying and making sure that we had the right information, the right facts and figures, and the latest marketing trends from those um, podcasts. That it was easy just to say, hey, here's the answers that (laughs) that you want to look that you were looking for. No,
0: yeah, it's been it's been fun. And
1: speaking of learning things,
0: shall we uh, chat about what we've learned about
1: in the last week? Let's do that. Now I know you're excited. You're jumping at the bit because you <laughs> learned, you learned something so cool that uh, you you started telling me before we even re- hit the record button. So I know. <laughs> I know so I know. Let's, let's rewind a second and go back and uh, let's tell me tell me what you've been learning. You've learned something cool, and I want to know all about it because I don't know anything about this thing at all.
0: Okay, I love this new tool so much. It's called BrowserStack.com. BrowserStack.com, and what it lets you do is actually put your the, the URL of your website in and see what your website looks like on different screens, different browsers, iPhones, Androids, you know, um, iPads, tablets. You literally just push different buttons and select, I want to see it in Chrome. I want to see it in Firefox. And you can see what your website looks like in all these different environments. Why I love it, of course, is because we do websites for people. So it's a great tool for us internally to actually test our clients' websites and also get ideas of what might look good on mobile devices because after all, we're all headed towards the mobile world. You know, we're going that way. 2015, it implies that... Everyone's going to be on mobile devices more than ever before, so that's why this cool is this cool. This tool is so very cool.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I was going to say to you, you know, that probably is not for everybody. Like, what's the point of you know, average John Jim looking Ooh. at that sort of stuff? But having having said that and sure. thought about it, you know, if 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 average John Jim looks at his site regularly on his own browser, let's say it's Chrome. And yeah. he thinks it looks good and he's paid some developers to make it look good and uh, he's looking at it on Chrome thinking that the world is all beautiful and smelling like roses, yet he's, his sister's looking at his website on Safari or it's on Firefox and it looks like crap, but he's not going to know because he doesn't look at that. So it's a good way for you to even check up to see if anybody's doing the right, or well, the people you're getting to do the work of creating a website for you is doing the right job, right?
0: Yes, and also because everything's going mobile, chances are your website is not mobile friendly. So it's a great way for you to actually go and, you know, if you don't have an iPhone or you don't have an iPad, you can go here and actually see what people are seeing, how they're seeing your site. You need it to look good in mobile devices. So it's the easiest way to test that and see what it's going to look like. Um, and then also, you know, if it, if it sucks, if it's not looking so good, you can get somebody to actually go and give you a mobile version of your website. So it's a great tool definitely for um, business owners that, uh, which is almost all of you guys listening to us, that really want to start to make sure that their online brand is consistent in all devices, which is important going forward especially.
1: Yes. Very cool. Awesome. So, um, I'll tell you what I learned this week Yes, please, yes, please. <laughs> so this is a tool hey, um you know we we're, we're developing a number of new products, and, and we'll talk about that soon, but we've also got a couple of new websites and I'm actually re uh reinventing my website, which is the social media bloke um, you know it's been around for a while, and you know talking about all of these facts and figures and metrics that you you and I have been speaking about, I thought it's time to upgrade my website. And I was looking at some um, some other people's websites just to get an idea of the look and feel that I wanted to go down and look look mm-hmm. at, and I come across a tool that um, you know because I see it, I see these websites and they've all got themes. A lot of them have themes from uh, WordPress. They'll they'll put a specific skin or a flavour, if you like, to their to their website. And I'm like, hey, I want to have that sort of look and feel to mine. What sort of theme are they using? And I come across a website called what WordPress theme is that? <laughs> so basically, um, it's what WP theme is that.com. And basically you put the, your use domain name in this little, um, in this section and you click on check site and it comes back and it tells you what theme they're using, but also what cool plugins they're using inside their website. And, uh, I know, um, I know this is pretty exciting for for me because I'm like looking at some things that pop up or move in bells and whistles and I'm like, hey, how do they do that? And now I've found the answer on how to discover what they've been doing. I know. I love
0: this tool. (laughs) I think it's amazing. And just a word of advice as well, if you guys actually go check this out and you're seeing sites and you're like, oh, I love that site. What theme are they using Um, to make it look that way? It's great to get a, a, the same theme, but don't copy their site, of course. You know, you want your site to be your own, and you can you can take a theme as a base and then, of course, dress it up and style it to look more like you. Um, so just a word of caution, because I know that more and more people are getting a little bit irked about their beautiful sites being ripped off.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So that was what I learned this week, is all about the what theme is that site. Love it.
0: Good. And as always, guys, uh, we list these URLs, these links, on our website, autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcasts under the resources page and under the um, the episode itself there in the show notes. Yes. So um, I'm excited about this topic that we're going to talk about today, and the reason why is because I am really going to step into the role of interviewer, and the reason why is because I have no idea about the things you're about to talk about.
1: It's... it's <laughs> Yes, you do. You're just saying that you know what's going on.
0: <laughs> to a point. Here. So what we're going to talk about is um, we're revisiting the topic LinkedIn. Our, one of our most popular podcasting episodes ever was number eight, Market Your Business with LinkedIn. There's been so much change in LinkedIn recently and we've also uh, we're actually in the process of releasing a very brand new hot off the press LinkedIn master plan series which Andrew has created which is all about the changes in LinkedIn what's actually going on and how to you use in your business and yes of course I know LinkedIn and I know you know the the bits and pieces and how it works. In a big picture way, but with the recent changes, I, I don't I really don't. I must confess. So I get to step into the shoe of interviewer and ask you a lot of questions
1: today. Yay! I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you ask me easy questions. <laughs> yeah, right. You're no, not getting off so easy. No, it's it's good. You know, LinkedIn is one of my favorite tools, still is, and I and I can't say enough how much, um, just how much work and um, and contacts and how much connections I've had with people. Through LinkedIn, and, and the great thing about LinkedIn is that people are on there for business. They know that they're there. Facebook is more about you know sharing the fun stuff and not necessarily for business. But people know that you're on there for business. Um, mm-hmm. You know doesn't mean you have to sell them stuff all the time, but just building that relationship with people. Um, it's just one of the most powerful networks that are out there. And, I love it and um, I think it was a great time to go back and talk about the changes that have popped up and that have, that have come out of LinkedIn in the last um, 12 months, especially in the last six weeks.
0: Good. So, let's start with that. So, tell us what specifically has changed in LinkedIn.
1: All right. Well, a couple of things. Firstly, the layout of LinkedIn has changed a bit. Um, it's not overly, uh, overly massive change, it's just a, there's a little bit of a layout change since we, since we last spoke. Um, there's a there's a leniency towards less on the um, the the drop down menus up the top. Um, mm-hmm. They've sort of really they've really um, streamlined that, so there's not a lot of choices up there anymore. Um, and then some of the functionality that that was there has now gone. So let's talk about um, and then this is no particular order, but let's talk about um, search results for a start. Um, initially, the search the search bar over on the right hand side well, it's now moved to the center of the actual page up the top. So it's almost yeah. it's almost the main feature of LinkedIn right now. And what you used to do in the past, if you were searching for something, you would type in a specific term and it would say, do you want to search for that term um, under people? So you're looking for people with that search term or is it jobs with that search term or is it groups with that search term or is it companies and so on? Now what it's done is it's Combined all of those together to give you a whole much more powerful result. So you know, if I'm looking for real estate, let's say I'm looking for real estate, and I type in real estate in um, in LinkedIn search box right now, it gives me results for connections that are in real estate. It gives me results for companies that are in real estate, for groups that are in real estate, and so on and so on. It gives it to me all in one specific place, which is pretty cool. Now. Once you've done that, once you've clicked on the search box of um, uh, the result for, say, real estate right there, then you can actually start to narrow down the field a lot, a lot more sharper. So it gives you a whole range of filters that you can start searching for. So, for instance, you can start searching for real estate within um, a couple of miles of your house or wherever you're located right now. You can you can search for real estate um, jobs that are uh, that are out there for people um, by location. So if you're looking for a job in a certain location, you can narrow that right down. You can even narrow it down to the salary that people are paying in those jobs as well.
0: This is interesting. It sounds like it's actually almost developing to be its own professional search engine, the way you're describing it.
1: It is. It's it's a very, very powerful search engine, and people aren't using it as much as they should have. Um, If I was looking for real estate and people, it's going to narrow down a whole Mm -hmm. range of things like um, where are they what 's their title if i 'm looking for real estate with a specific title if i 'm looking for a current company all of the real estate executives in a certain company I can go and check that out as well. I can go and find um, people that are located in in a specific area and that sort of thing I can go and check out their seniority level or what they 're interested in so it 's a pretty pretty awesome tool that lets you uh, really filter down now this is for the basic free version if I upgraded to the uh, premium version, then I could go and start searching um, or targeting and filtering for groups or years of experience. And let's say I'm looking for a real estate professional that's had 12 years of experience in the real estate field, then I can narrow it down to those sort of people as well. So it gives me a lot, a lot of scope for finding the right person.
0: This is a bit of a trend, isn't it? Because like with Facebook's graph search, it's almost like it's their version of their Facebook social search engine and now LinkedIn's doing the same thing with their
1: search box. Twitter Twitter had their advanced search uh, for a while. Facebook's got the graph search. Now LinkedIn have launched this new search feature. The world is becoming all about search. People want to know. um, They're looking for stuff they want to find instantly. They don't want to wade through pages and pages of stuff until they hopefully find what they're looking for
0: now just a couple of interesting stats on LinkedIn because um, as I was just saying I was preparing for a talk tomorrow so these are fresh you know may 2013 stats about LinkedIn um, which I think are amazing is that right now with LinkedIn there's 225 million active lose, active losers active users on LinkedIn that was quite a 40 slip 225 million active losers <laughs> And uh, they they spend on average 17 minutes each month. Mm -hmm. So it is rapidly growing into quite a you know an important tool in people's lives, especially like you're saying, professionals. I found that quite interesting.
1: Definitely. You know, I'm. I'm, uh, As I said earlier, I get I I get uh, just today I got a request for a job, like saying, "Hey, if you're interested, we've got a job. We need someone like you. We've checked your profile out." Um, if you'd like to take us up on the job, um, here, here it is. Here are the details. And um, you know, I get that probably once a week. That sort of thing. Um, but but I also get other requests for people like interviews, doing webinars, doing podcasts, doing radio shows. Um, and that all comes from LinkedIn and just being active on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I had someone last week saying, "Come and speak to our group of 30 business owners that we'd love you to mm-hmm. speak in LA." So um, I'm getting that all the time, and that's because I'm active on LinkedIn. But I also have a profile that I've made sure looks good. So, um, so those search results are good, but let's move into a little bit into profiles and what's happened now in the last twelve months is that LinkedIn, you know, I've seen the explosion of Pinterest, and they know that the biggest photo sharing site in the world is not Flickr anymore. It's actually Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. Videos, video sharing sites, YouTube. That's you know, the number two or three. That's the number two ranked site, three three ranked site in the world. Um, people of lived in or now aware of people wanting to share that information so what they've done is they've now let you put images and videos inside your profile. So it's becoming aesthetically pleasing if you like. It's not just a bunch of text. People can start to see who you are by showcasing images, logos, photos of you or your team, videos of what you do inside your profile and those sort of things are keeping people on your profile longer and they're looking at you going wow. This this person knows what's going on. They're they're up with it, and uh, they're giving me something of interest to read. So they hang around a lot longer. Have you known, so where, have you seen that or
0: not? I have, I have, and I and I guess the big question here is where might you put it? Because I mean, looking at a LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile page, you have the information about you right up at the top, and then you have that area where you have your um, what is it your news feed, You know, you have your latest um, updates that you post, but also. The information that of people endorsing you and all that sort of stuff, so that's below there, and then you have all your experience and the projects and different things you're working on. So where might these these photos and these videos actually sit into well, that?
1: <clears throat> let me let me tell you a bit. And you if you look at my profile while you're while you're talking to me, um, but I'll let you know the first the first two things um, is your main headline up the top. Then you've got activity. They can't be moved; they stay there. But what LinkedIn has also let you do is move around the rest of the sections. So if you think that your background or your summary is more important for for your readers than anything else, then you can move that to the top, directly underneath the activity that you've got. And activity okay. is basically like your status updates. Yeah. Um, if you think that um, endorsements or skills and expertise is even more important for people to look at, you can move that to the top. You may think that your education, you know, you've been to Harvard and you're a grad, you know, Harvard grad. Is more important for people to know, then you can move that up to the top as well. So um, there's a number of things you can move around depending on what you want. Now inside things like your summary, you can see inside my summary, I've got um, I've got our autopilot your business um, website with an image there of a dart. Now I don't know why I've got a dart. It's just the, that was the image that was grabbed. But I also have a video testimonial from um, someone that's done some of our work with us. So um, so you know, I've put a testimony. If people want to click on that, they can watch a video straight from inside the background.
0: So you you put these this multimedia inside each of the sections, like ta- actually tagged into uh, like an individual experience, work experience, for example, or inside uh, your
1: this, company. Yeah, absolutely. In, well, you can be inside your inside your business. So for yep. for example, my experience, the first one I have is internet marketing, business, and social media podcaster. This is this <laughs> this podcast you're listening to, <laughs> yeah. and I've got our I've got our little. Uh, our little um, our soon-to-be-changed um, graphic there for our podcast, but I also have the crazy video that you and I did <laughs> for the for the podcast intro. If you haven't seen that, check it out on uh, That's very <laughs> autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. Um, but I've got that so people can look at their video. If they click on it, it'll open up into a video that plays and you can see us being silly on the video. Um, I can go and add images to all of those jobs that I have. Um, I can also go and... Add projects, so we've got projects there, down below. Uh, In my case, it's down low. I can add different projects of different things that that I've that I've done. So I can put some images in there as well, which means that, uh, which means I can do um, you know all that sort of stuff too. So what LinkedIn is doing is letting you um, put together a whole range of aesthetically pleasing stuff that people may want to look at and say, hey, that's pretty cool.
0: Okay love it what else what else have they done specifically change wise in the last six months or six weeks, I should say
1: Well, um, so what else they've also done is um, now this is, this is new in the last six weeks this is new i don't know if you, you know about this page because this is real new um, mm. the connections the connections that you have um, and now is now under a tab called network. Uh, if you click on contacts, <laughs> what it does is it actually tells you. Um, firstly, it tells you who are the who are your birth who are the who are the connections that you should contact or who are the birthday ones up the top in a you know, series of photos. But it also lets you if you've connected your um, your Gmail or your email account to your LinkedIn, it lets you know when these connections last interacted with you, either via LinkedIn or email. So what happens is, like let's say that um, let's say that um, you sent me an email. Um, a couple a, a day ago, your name would pop up in my list of people, and say, um, "One day ago, you sent me an email, and I can go and check out what that email is because it's it's actually accessing my email account as well." Mm-hmm. Um, it also lets me talk. It also lets me know when you've connected with me on LinkedIn. So um, it's just a great little. Um, it's like almost like a CRM sort of thing of keeping keeping the right people um, at the forefront, so I know who who I've been interacting with. But what it also does is um, it tells me, uh, like, if I click on a particular person's name, and yeah. um, when I go to someone else's um, profile, it tells me relationships. It tells me what sort of relationships I've got with that person. So right now I'm looking at a person. I can go and add a note, so I can say, you know what, I this this is private to me. It's only visible to me. It's not visible to anybody else. But I might say, hey, I met this person at a recent networking event and uh, they were wearing a brown suit with an orange tie. So wow. it gives me a reminder of how I met them. Um, I can go and set a reminder to say, call this person back in two weeks and give them the answer to the question they asked last night. So I'm sending wow. reminders, so reminders for myself inside LinkedIn. It's pretty cool. Um, it tells me how I met. So it gives you a note on how I met. So we met through um, a mutual friend at a golf charity day. Right, where and
0: and again, you find this because I can see that there's network in the top menu. So, um, so,
1: so go to something now. Go to my profile, for instance. Go to my profile, yep. And underneath my name, you're going to see the word relationship. Underneath my photo, you should see my you see um, the word relationship, you should see it. <laughs> i I wish I did <laughs> okay, so you, you may still have the old version of LinkedIn. you still may have the old version they're rolling this out across the board yeah, um okay. so you may not have the new version at the moment okay but when so, you do when you do it's going to come up with I'm looking at this particular let me uh yeah so I'm looking at this particular person's um profile and just underneath it says uh there's two tabs there's relationship and there's contact info okay yeah. um it also lets me lets me tell say who introduced us to each other and that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, and then uh, you can look at uh, contact info. Now here's another cool thing that's, that's I've only just discovered this the other day, is that um, I can put down, I can add, I can add, edit their contact info. Now it's not public, it's only for me. So there's public info which this person's telling me their, their email address and their birthday and all that sort of stuff. But I can go and edit the contact info and say, you know, and put some extra notes in there. They may have another email address that, that um, I want to use for them rather than the public one they've got on display.
0: Yeah, so I can actually see that. I don't see the, the network or the little button you were t- saying below your image yet, so, so I think it is actually rolling out. But what I'm seeing in the menu is something that says network. And if I click on that, I get to see all of my contacts that are currently connected to me by just going to network and then contacts. And, as you're walking me through this, I'm doing this. So I'm actually, I've chosen a contact uh-huh. that I have. Uh-huh. I've clicked on their profile, and I've clicked on edit next to, it says edit details next to them. Mm-hmm. And you're right, I can go in and actually add additional emails and contact details directly from within there and hit save. Exactly. Um, very interesting. And it, it actually has tags as well that I can see. So yes. I have friends and partners and colleagues and, and um Literally, I'd imagine you would be able to group them by that. So, if you have, for example, mentors that are in your, you know, connected to you on LinkedIn, you could actually do tag and then group them all by your mentors as well, couldn't you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Um, I'm looking at your profile now and I'm just noticing we connected um, on the 5th of January 2007. Six years ago, we've been connected on LinkedIn. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um so so it just it's an awesome little CRM that you don't need to buy any other tools but um LinkedIn have rolled this out so you can, can you can really start to concentrate on the people you're dealing with the most. Um and just gives you a report it it'll let you know it'll also send you an email if you got a, if you need to contact that person cuz you said hey in 2 weeks I need to contact somebody it'll let you know to do that as well. Wow, very cool.
0: Good little change I like that. Yes. So, um,
1: Okay, so a couple of things that are missing, that have gone missing. Yep. Um, and I was very big on this tool, and also were a lot of other people, but now it's not there. And that's the answers section. Um, there used to be a thing called answers where people would type in questions, and uh, a whole bunch of different people would answer it. And I would often say to people, go and go and partake in that. Become the expert in your industry. Um, but for whatever reason, LinkedIn thought that they didn't like it anymore, and they took that function away. That they, they took that aspect of LinkedIn away. So now you really want to start asking your questions in the discussions tabs of groups. Okay. So, um, so head over to groups and start partaking in the discussions tab of groups. Ask your questions there and answer questions that are in the groups um, now instead of answers. So answers has disappeared. If you're ever looking for that, it's now gone. Um, what else? Another thing that's also coming into place is called interests interests and in influencers I should say.
0: I can see that, yeah. And, on the top um, menu.
1: Yeah, and what that is, is in, influencers are, a, are um, a select group of people that LinkedIn have chosen to um, to go and um, uh, highlight, so uh, there's a range of influencers from all sorts of categories and um, industries and they're the influencers that are out there that, are, that LinkedIn have deemed the best people to influence that industry. And you can go and follow these people so you're not actually connecting with them on LinkedIn like you would normally, but you can follow their their information follow their posts and uh, it just keeps you abreast of what's going on so if you think that you know um Tony Robbins is the person you want to be following, then you can go and follow what he does on LinkedIn on a regular basis and see what sort of information is you coming from
0: you. What's interesting here, what I've just found is um, I've, so I've clicked on under Interest in the Menu, then I've gone to Influencers. Mm-hmm. And for, thanks for those of you guys, by the way, listening to us. I know we're kind of doing hands-on stuff on our screens. So we're hoping this is translating through just audio-wise. But basically, Interest in the Menu and then Influencers. What I'm seeing is, um, yeah, a whole load of people where you can actually click in and, and yeah, you see the time stream, you, you can follow them like you said. Yep. What an amazing way to discover the movers and the shakers.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and you can see how many followers each one of them has got. And there's some new ones there you probably never heard of before. No. But you think, yeah. hey, well, why are they so important? Why? What, what have they done that has uh, – As as deemed LinkedIn to say these people are pretty interesting, so yeah, go and check out, go and check those people out. It's pretty. One other
0: thing that I love as well, there's also channels, so you can have individuals, but I've just noticed you can actually do choose the channel and what that is. That's very cool. I've just gone into one. That's that's a
1: week. It's about a week old or two weeks old now. Really, not not that old, but you can start creating channels for Mm. different pieces of information that's going to suit you. Yeah.
0: And also what they've done is like combined a whole bunch of these influencers into channels. So if I click on, for example, I'm I'm choosing one that says social media. Mm -hmm. So inside there, right up at the top, I can see all these people that they've grouped together. And I can just click on their image and then suddenly all their posts display down below. So I'm just rotating through. Like this guy named David Sable, who's CEO of WineR advertising, for example. Mm-hmm. So you can actually go by person or you can go by channel, and then in the channel, you actually have everybody pre sorted in there already for you, don't you?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Wow. Now I like this because it really ultimately is becoming a, a search engine of discovery for experts. It it's, really
1: is. It is. It, it, it's a it's very, uh, very cool. Uh, it's a very cool um, tool, and and it's just getting better and better for it. And you know, it's it's great. I, I really, I'm really enjoying LinkedIn right now because it's just going offering so many things, so much opportunity as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what else has happened? So we, answers is gone. You're talking a little bit about groups and. Um, how might somebody actually engage in a group? Is, is, that, is that something you go and you actually do conversations in? Is it for market research? How would you use it? Yeah,
1: definitely groups. I would go and find the groups that are out there um, that are relevant to you and your target market and then just start partaking in the groups. Um, there's a great feature in groups that lets you show, shows you the top five influences of that group. And that is calculated by the number of likes, the number of comments, the number of questions you're posting and the number of discussions you're posting in there. And if you can get onto that list of top five, suddenly you'll see people coming through and finding out who you are because if you're an influencer in that group, they want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great way to go and establish your credentials, establish yourself out there. And I know I noticed that I can see um, um, when I am on those those lists that my... my uh, the people that are checking out my profile rises, the number of people I'm wanting to connect with me rises. Um so it's all relevant relative to what you're doing and the activities you're doing out there. So get out there and have a look at it as well. Is
0: there a benefit to if you're actually doing a questions and answers, or I should say, discussions inside of a group. Does that somehow come up in this whole new search functionality of LinkedIn, your actual
1: posts in the group? Um it it can. Like if you it's sometimes I think Google's Google's now starting to link a lot of results to LinkedIn as well, um, yeah. and sometimes you can type in the same question on on a Google search and you'll get the results coming up um, from LinkedIn questions as well okay. Yeah, Very good. That's pretty cool. So, again,
0: consistency, like we always say, you know, be consistent, be active, choose the platforms that you like that make sense for your market, wherever your market hangs out. Yes. Um, and for a lot of you, it will be LinkedIn because you're going after professionals, yes. uh, business owners. So, hang out in LinkedIn and, and um, just get active in LinkedIn. I was say the other day to somebody, they were, they were just... It's very interesting. I was in a room of about 10 people, and I was polling them and asking them, you know, what do they use for their social media? Of course, Facebook, everyone uses, not to the full extent that they could, but only one person raised their hand and said, I actually use LinkedIn actively.
1: Really? And I
0: I asked the other people, I said, why don't you use it? What's the deal? And they just said, oh, why would you? What's the? You know, why would you? Isn't that where you like post jobs? And isn't that where? Which I know you're going to tell me about in a second. But isn't that where you post jobs? And isn't that where you like just put your resume and send people if you're looking for work? And and I actually said, absolutely, yeah. But really, what it is, and I think of it is like my little black book. Uh-huh. You know, it's literally where you can go and get very intelligent conversations by very intelligent people. And I even caution them about choosing your connections wisely Mm -hmm. as well and you might have a different opinion on this but I think because as LinkedIn grows people are going to also sort of almost judge you or or look at you by your connections and who the company that you keep in LinkedIn as well. Would you agree with that? Is it kind of a a good idea to actually screen your connections better in LinkedIn that you might say on Facebook?
1: Yeah, one of the things is there's still people that don't understand the whole Building relationship concept, and they, they, you know, they'll they'll spam you and they'll say, "Hey, buy my stuff," and it's like, oh, "Get out of here!" So I quickly get rid of those people um, mm-hmm. because it just it it's, it it cuts into my my time. You know, I don't want to read that rubbish, so I get rid of it. Um, I, I I'm very strategic in who I'm who I go and look after look for. Like I'll join groups, specific groups for for a reason, and then I'll go and connect with those people in the group. Because I want to make sure I'm connected to the right people. I don't want to go and just have anyone and everybody in my list. I mean, of course, I'll have friends and people that I know, um, and I won't say no to that. And, you know, anyone listening to this podcast wants to connect with me, let me know you've heard me on the podcast, and I'll for sure connect with you. But, um, I won't go and do it just because it's random people. You know, I want to make sure that I've got the right people that want to know what I'm talking about. You know, and definitely people from this podcast will fit into that category. So, um, if you're listening, come and join us on network. Um, come and join us, connect with us on LinkedIn. And by the way, hey, just on that, how do people yeah. find out what we, where all our social sites are?
0: AYBSocial.com and that has both Andrew's and my social media um, accounts and links and links to our own personal websites as well. So come on over and check us out there. And, and yeah, please let us know where if you're have you know, joining us on LinkedIn or Facebook, let us know that you're a listener of the show and it'd be great to uh, connect with you in that way.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Now, we were talking briefly about the whole thing where people actually think LinkedIn is ultimately a place to go look for work
1: and post jobs.
0: So is it and and how does that all
1: work Well actually it actually is it is it's the number one um it's the number one job site that's out there right now Um mm. you know, it's actually uh it's actually from what I've heard it's beating out monster jobs and um all those other massive job sites that are that are around um and it's very very powerful and they've just realized that um LinkedIn just you know well no they haven't just realized that they knew it was coming all along Um, but up until recently you could post a job and search for a job on LinkedIn free version. Um, now they've taken away the ability to post a job, um, if you're on the free version, you can still look for a job, you can still find a job, in fact you can search for jobs. Um, but you can't, um, you can't go and post a job anymore on LinkedIn, so you'll need to be able to become a, a premium member, um, to post a job on LinkedIn. So, um, yes, you can do that, and I su- and I suggest that you do use the search features, narrow down your jobs if you're looking for a job, look for it in the area that you want to work, and um, look for the keywords that you want to be found for, or you want the, you want that to be found for, and you'll be surprised at what's around there it's just a it's an amazing tool. Go out there and check it out.
0: So do you really think that the general user of LinkedIn needs the premium level or are we still going to be able to get the most benefit just by using the free version as well? well?
1: I haven't gone to premium and I haven't needed to go to premium yet and I'm still getting a lot out of LinkedIn so I don't think you'll need to go to premium just yet unless they start cutting back a lot of other features. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now um, they have advertisements on um, uh, premium edition. You can have a talent solution which is like a job search. Specific job search or posting a job on on um, Talent solution Oh, sorry, on Premium Edition, you can also check out who's viewed your profile. If if more than five people have viewed your profile in a couple of days, then the Premium version will let you show you. Well, they will show you who's viewed your profile. But you know, you don't need to know all of that um, yeah. right now. If you, you don't need to pay for that, if you don't need to pay for it, don't pay for it.
0: Okay. So any other changes or trends or interesting things that you've come across when you were creating the LinkedIn uh, Master
1: Plan series? No, you know, the, it's, changing, it's changing all the time. In fact, when, I, when we launched LinkedIn Master Plan, uh, the day it was launched, LinkedIn decided to change the whole layout. So I'm redoing my videos. So you, what I want to do is make sure that people have the latest information and the latest techniques that are out there. Um, yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm making sure that that work is up to date. So if you're looking to use LinkedIn Master Plan, come and come and check out LinkedInMasterPlan.com. Um, it's all there. It's it's got workbooks and uh, PDFs as well. So you know, I go through everything from starting at the beginning. So if you have had no clue about LinkedIn, come and come and check it out. All the way to some advanced techniques that you can really use to um, power up your your networking skills. I think one thing about your style,
0: Andrew, which is really good, is that you're just so chilled out in how you talk. Like it's no hype; it's just it's, not, it's for how you guys are hearing him right now. You know, so he explains things really well and easily. And um, I guess with the videos that he's created here, he does he he's literally walking you through. Um, so you visually can see how to implement all these things in your own account, which is pretty cool. I might say
1: myself. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's almost like looking over my shoulder. I just yeah. uh, I record the screen and say, "Hey, this is what this does. This is how this happens. This is what you need to do here." Um, yeah. And um, you know, it's what is it's ninety seven dollars for the for the whole LinkedIn. I think there's thirty seven videos. There's no fluff. They're all pretty short. Actually, they're like three to five minutes long. Um, get in, watch what you need to, and then get out. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great little
0: continuation of this episode today to really get into your own account and sit down on the computer, have Andrew guide you through each and every step to really create your profile the right way and find the people that you need to be connecting with um, on LinkedIn. So, Well, I, you know, I I really do like LinkedIn. The more and more we talk about it, the more I see people engaging with it. I think it is definitely going to be one of those top tools that people are using and embracing more and more of. And I like it because, again, it's intelligent. It has intelligent people saying intelligent things. And I don't have to see, you know, happy, um, smiling, inspirational posters all the time. Which is great on Facebook. From time to time, it lists my spirit, but um, I like the intelligence of LinkedIn. Like I,
1: you know, find it good. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I like I actually learn a lot from LinkedIn because I, yeah. I look at people's posts and say, "Wow, that's pretty, that's pretty cool." Um, you know, just things that are, the people are posting is just awesome. I agree. I agree.
0: Well, is so anything to add, or shall we wrap up? No, I think I think excellent. that's
1: it. Give go, go and go and have a play. If you haven't used LinkedIn, go out, and have a play, connect with us. Uh, on LinkedIn let us know that you've heard us on the uh, podcast and speaking of that if you have listened to our podcast and you want to leave us a review we would love you to do that um, uh, on iTunes especially look for the podcast leave us a review on iTunes or autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcasts um, leave us a review or comment there or or get on our list so you know when the latest the next one's coming up um, and you also get the transcripts of these shows as well.
0: Yes, exactly right, and all sorts of little fun bonuses and resources, and we have a great resources page on our website as well, where we list links upon links upon links of amazing tools that we've discussed in all of our past episodes. So stop on by to check that out as well.
1: All right, H, another good podcast. Thank you for everybody for listening. We appreciate you listening, and uh, if you've got anything you'd like us to talk about in an episode, by all means, let us know. We'd love to. Uh, we'd love to do a listener. A listener um, session where we dedicate your questions.
0: Yeah, dedicating
1: <laughs> a session to questions. So we might have to do one of those pretty soon.
0: Actually, yeah. So, on that note, please, leave us your questions. Come on by our website and uh, contact form we have in there. Fill in your questions, leave comments, and uh, we'll consolidate them in, and answer them on one of our upcoming episodes.
1: Yay. All right. I'm off to go and uh, do some stuff, and you are <laughs> off to go and speak on stage. So uh, we'll That's hear about right. that after the next one. Sounds good. All right, everyone. Take care. Thank you, H. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys. All, right. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts in Columbia, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking.
0: On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website www.autopilotyourbusiness.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold.
1: Until we fly again, happy travels.